Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Decided Heart Conversations with Hillary and I. It's such a pleasure to have Leslie Crumley with us today. She is a personal finance strategist with Structured Success. And Hillary, I don't know about you, but talking about money is really hard for me. Is it for you as well? You don't even have to. I can't believe you're even asking that question. Thank you for not throwing me under the bus. Sonia is my person who always is reminding me that we can talk about money and that, but we have to remind each other, but it is so, Leslie, why is it so hard? You know, that's a good question. And, and I have a long answer to that, but I really believe it starts socially and it's from suppression. So I think there's language biased in our, our society and that allows us to feel guilt and shame. And unless we have been in a family or have had those conversations, they don't talk about it at school. So we just carry the shame in its legacy. So most people think of legacy as, oh, I'm going to get some money, but really you inherit your family's legacy of money mindset. And if you don't do the self-awareness to get yourself uh, to recognize that that is a legacy and not necessarily how you feel, you're always going to be blocked. And so that's the self-awareness journey that we, we work on with yeah. mindful money management. Yeah. And then, and then let's see, I think you hit it. And then even being aware of that, I mean, even yes. hearing that and saying, oh, very hard to undo. And I think something that you offer that's really unique to me and to Hillary is that you make the financial talk not intimidating, that it is a mindful practice, mm -hmm. that there, there can be like thinking about the outcome and joy and the best life that we want to live. That yeah. should be the focus, not just finance. And my, I immediately released myself of the fear that I had talking about money. And this is not just as an entrepreneur, but as a wife and mother, like, I don't want to talk about finances at all. And I <laughs> what you offer to us today is just really unique. Tell us how you got started with Structured Success. Yeah. Have you always, I mean, as, as you were talking, I'm like, so did you, did you have to shift your legacy of, of that you received? Or was this something that you were just naturally good at? Oh, no, no. And I'm still, I am still working on it. And I have shifted my mindset to it's a self-development journey. Because no matter how far you go, there's always more development. So I'm lucky we talked about money at home. But my dad was really old, way older than my mom and grew up during the Great Depression. So I've got a lot of scarcity issues that I have to deal with. Because, but the good part of that side is, like, I always have enough because I was told you have always got to have money because you don't know when it's going to go away. So, you know, I always have cash available because I'm afraid the market's going to crash. Like, you know, you know <laughs> bad things are going to happen. So, um, but on the flip side of that, every time you hit, like, and it's called uh, like a set point, we all have money set points. And whenever you get to that set point that you don't even know you have, unless you have gone through a lot of self-awareness that, you will sabotage yourself unwittingly to get yourself back down to where your money mindset is. And so that's why I have uh, included mindfulness in my practice because it's always breathing through and going, wow, why do I feel so uncomfortable talking about money? Where did that come from? So I have to, yeah. I, just a quick side note, and I don't know if this is from that or not, but that principle itself that you're talking about is discussed in the big leap. 
Um, so if, 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 uh, if our listeners or viewers are out there and they're like, Oh, self-sabotage, that's interesting. Thermostat, I hit this certain point oh, and I go, yeah. that is discussed in detail in that. And I, you hit the nail right on the head. So if you, I mean, wow. But how do you even start? Like, where do you start to even know how you discuss it? Do you, do you imagine it? Do you look at what you want your life to be? I mean, where do we get started with this? And you know what? I'm glad you asked. That's exactly why I wrote seven steps to fund a life you love living because where do you get started? How do you get from where you're at to somewhere else? And the first step is really figuring out where you are. Where are you? What do you want? What are your goals? And then you use that as a measure, not anything else and not what anybody else told you to do. What does your heart desire, right? And then, well, how much time do you have to commit to that? Because, you know, if you might have to get a college degree, you might have, you know, there's all sorts of skills that go along and knowledge that goes along with getting your heart's desire. So you got to be really mindful of your time. And our society is set up to take your time. Marketing, you know, there's all oh, oh, so difficult um, because everybody's wanting our attention. And, you know, so really be mindful. How much time are you spending on social media? You know, how much time are you busy doing things? But are you making, um, are you progressing? That's the key part that a lot of people don't look at because they're so busy. I'm working really hard. But are you doing the hard work that it takes to get what you want? That's the key question, right? And then your money plays into that. You have want to look at your money. And, you, and a lot of people are so afraid of that. But that's why I've turned them into choice management tools. You know, you wouldn't have kids and not give your kids any boundaries. It's not fair to them because they don't know how to behave. And the same thing is true with you spending your money. You can't keep it all in your head. The systems just to manage money now are so complicated that you really want to know where your money is flowing. And to start with that, that's why I start with the balance sheet. Um, because it's just an inventory of what you own and what you owe. And then you can start figuring out what you don't know so that you can get the literacy to then make the decisions. Because I think a lot of people don't even attempt it because it's a lot of specialized knowledge. It truly is. But you've got to start somewhere. You don't tell your kid to read a book. You know, you teach them the alphabet. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really that same process. And if you learn to read, you can manage your money and be a great money manager, but you just have to know that there is time and effort to be, to make that happen. You know, I, I totally, that's amazing. And I'm still stuck at step one. The, the mindset shift is, is right. really hard because for me, it's the undoing of how I was raised. You know, we were always on a budget, budget, but the, the magical word in my household was budget. Right. And so then it was living of, you know, you only need what you need. And so the question of, but what is it that I want? What is it that my, my heart desires? Yes. That to me is a ceiling. And how do I shift? Well, that's luxurious. That's beyond. Oh my gosh. Sonia, that was the word that was going through my head is like luxury. It's like, wait a minute. It feels like it's a luxury. Like you're not supposed to think about, you're just supposed to work hard. Just work yep. hard, work hard. Don't think about what, you know? So I, it's so funny that you should say that. Why do we feel guilty about that? Right. And which is totally ridiculous because if you're happy, you're going, that's going to be a domino impact. So it's like putting your own oxygen mask on because the happier you are, the more developed you are in your specialty, then you can give that to other people and that raises them up. So by staying down and not really recognizing 
who you want to be, then you really aren't pulling the world up. So you're actually doing people a favor by following your curiosity and your heart's desire. And I would invite you just to maybe breathe that in, whoever's listening and go, look, you, de you deserve this. We deserve it from you because Sonia, what if you didn't do the work you do? And Hillary, my gosh, you guys contribute so much to other people's lives. But if you didn't follow that and you got stuck in a job you hated, what contribution are you making? Yeah, and I feel like that's the gateway of looking at these um, choice tools that you're talking about. Because I think that previously before meeting you, <laughs> these tools were not choice tools. They were financial tools that would show me where I was on need. And what, it's a chore. Like, why would I? Oh, man, I don't even have enough maybe to make what I need. Or, but right. to really focus on the want is an exciting tool. Like, yeah. oh, it's, I, I talk it's, about Spain a lot. Yes. <laughs> I can get here to Spain. You I can get there. <laughs> yes. And what's cool is, is you can use these tools as, as creative visualization tools. When you know how to use them, then you can start playing with them. But most people can't play with them because they don't, they, they're intimidated. And that's what my goal is to bring this to anybody that doesn't get it. It's okay. We just start where you are. And if you think of it as a meditation practice, you don't go into a yoga practice and think you are going to do twisty pretzel moves. You know, it takes a long time to get there, but you want to be in a safe and nurturing place to be able to develop your practice. And so that's why I've brought mindfulness into my practice because I'm, I'm developing as well. I just might be here when it talks about money, but I'm, you know, down here with technology. I'll tell you that much. So, yeah. Well, it's, I just have to, to kind of put a little bit of, as I'm listening to you, here's what's going through my head to both of you, Sonia and Leslie, I'm listening and the, the feeling that I'm getting as we're talking is I've seen these tools in the past as judges versus allies. And right? where did you get that story from though? Where, where did that come from? Uh, you know, a, a great question. I think, again, that's that scarcity feeling. And I think it's, you know, I, I chose to stay at home and was only working on referral for a long time. And so I think there was also this mindset of, even though my work was allowing my husband to make a living for the family, I devalued that. And so I think all of this, so every time I saw something on the spreadsheet, I was taking out, but I didn't feel like I was putting in. So I think there was shame there. I mean, I'm getting, I, we, my husband and I now have meetings every every Sunday about, about finances. And we had a really big powwow as far as me admitting and saying, sometimes I, I feel like you're my dad and he wasn't trying to be, that was my head trash, not his. And, and my dad is awesome. So I'm not saying that, but it was like, because I wasn't bringing money in on a regular basis, I had to ask permission, which also then put me in this place of being submissive. And I mean, it was a lot of head trash and he's like, get rid of that. Oh my God, I would not be who I am without you. You know? So that was me, not him. Well, and, and you bring up a great point and that's where the time, um, commitments come into play. And because in my seven step program, I go into, you know, taking you down a very guided path, but for you to recognize all of the things that you do. And then, because it does take a village and you cannot be successful, like, like because money is the indicator of success, generally speaking, we all put so much value on money. But really, if you have money and no time, what's the value? If you don't have a good family dynamic and what's 
why did you have kids in the first place, right? When you have no time, because you're both going after the money, which is not what it's all about. It's creating the freedom to be happy and to explore abundance. And so that's where those tools come into play because they just help you focus and get really real is what matters most because I can't do it all. No matter what anybody says, a 15 minute um, webinar on something, I might not have time for that, but I might watch it if I don't know what path I am on that day. And that's why I time block consistently because I do go all over the place. And so I have to keep going back to, okay, this is my priority goal for the week. And this, you know, and I have a whole worksheet. That's part of my step and step program is to keep taking me back on path, just like a yoga pack practice. It's just like that, right? Get monkey. Well, there's no doubt. There's a lot of emotions in the room. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's like triggered by some yeah. things. And yeah. just, you've already incorporated this, but I'd just love to have you share like, what are those three next best tips in terms of where do we start um, to kind of just look at the life that we can live? Yeah. I mean, we've kind of been talking, I, I feel like we've really talked around them, but like, let's just drill down and say, number one. Okay. So, you know, get out a piece of paper. We're going to do it now. We're going to do it now. But also what we've got at the end of the show is we've got, I've, uh, cre um, I'm sharing my, one of the tools for my seven step program. So it's a nice, beautiful list that you can do this, but for right now, just write down three things that you want and let's just take a few moments to do that. Okay, so I'm going to be the nerd. Are you ready? Yeah. Yes. So when you're asking me three things I want, are you, am I saying it feels very big? Exactly. So do you mean three things I want out of my career, three things I want from finances, three things I want as far as the way I live, all of the above? You know what? Now you've just stepped in the self-awareness journey. And oh, that's <laughs> one of the reasons why people get stuck, right? Because it's like, where do I start? And right. in my seven pro, uh, step program, I actually break it up into categories. Yes. But so for right now, what we're doing today, just three things that you want, you know, and it's super hard. And it's one of the reasons I just wrote a book. And if anybody um, wants the book, it kind of walks you through this whole uh, process. But it is, if you don't know within five seconds what you want every day, you're, you're going to be out there going, oh, okay, maybe I'll do this and this. And no, if you know what you want and it's written down and in front of you, because there's, you know, you want to use visual tools too, because there's a lot of neuroscience that goes along with what, what's written. So um, if you are in credit card debt, one of your goals might be, I want to get out of credit card debt, because that's going to hold you back on every area of your life if you are in credit card debt or any other type of, you know, um, student loan debt. And if you want to really to live a financially free life, you want to figure out, you know, what your strategy is about a mortgage. So those are the three major categories of debt. So why don't you mention, um, and, and maybe Sonia and I can both give a, a couple examples in a second, but Leslie, can you mention the name of your book, please? Oh, yes. The Three Steps to Live a Life You Love. That's the name of the book. And it's coming out soon. I'm still working on it. So but okay. it does walk you through the, um, these three steps of what do you want, how much time do you have, and how, much, what are you, how are you managing your finances? What's your process? Thank you. Sonia, what did you, did you have, what were yours? Or do I you want to say one? I was a little surprised how, how I was able to list three almost easily, but I think I may have cheated because I had a conversation with Leslie already, and maybe she's already unblocked my mindset. Right. <laughs> 
I, okay, it's, so it's two daily and then um, one big. It actually escalates. So I want more time to watch my shows. I, I don't watch TV at all. And I have never been able to finish Jane the Virgin. Oh, such a good show. I know. And I, I will, so I don't have time to finish that. Um, so that, that's my first one. The second one is I would love to have weekend getaways with my husband. Mm. We are, even though we're together, he works traditionally um, out of the home. I just need some time with him. So I'd love to have like a weekend getaway. And then my final one is the trip to Spain. So I can continue my flamenco workshops. <laughs> So it escalates. Okay, your turn, Hillary. I love it. Um, so right now we're in a, a different position where both my husband and I are, he's in basically a startup. And so our income is significantly reduced from what it had been, which means that there's some worry right now. We're fine, like all of that, you know, but I want to, like my first thing that came to my mind was to get at a point where I reduce the worry and the stress in the, in the family um, and, and just things are good. Um, so that's one. Number two, I would love, I have three kids about to be in college. So I would love for us to not go into major debt over that or any debt would be fabulous. Um, and then the last one I put is that we've always done a ton of traveling as a family, but then the kids schedules got busy and all of this. And I would like to be able to say to the kids, we are going on a ski trip for a week and mom and dad are paying. You know, so I want to get to the point, yeah, where I can just do that. And, and I would, that would be. <laughs> right. And so what's the first step to get making all that happen, right? Because it's yeah. right out there. It's right out there, right? Yeah. So what can, what can you do? You can go to your calendar and you can plug those things in and then you can figure out how much it costs. And then, and then when you have those three financial tools that I teach, which is the balance sheet, the spending plan, and cash flow, then you can really see how all of your other choices are going to impact. And then you have to prioritize your wants versus your needs. And, you know, it, it, it is a little bit, uh, there's a lot to manage, but that's why you just want to start with that balance sheet first, because it's an overall view of your overall financial health. So if you are looking to increase your income, you know, you might want to put your travel out for a little bit longer, but there's always, you know, variables that you need to take a look at because if you have somebody that's, you know, um, not going to be around, then you might want to take that trip no matter what the cost. Um, mm -hmm. So it just depends. It all depends, but that's why you need to know where you're at mm -hmm. with your end. We didn't talk about timeline, right? Where you're at in the timeline, because if I your kids are a certain age, so there's only certain trips you can do with, the, with them in certain timelines, right? Disneyland is fun at, you know, a certain age, right? And then as the older you get, if you like adventure travel, well, you might want to figure out how to do that sooner rather than later. That's all I'm saying mm -hmm. as I'm approaching that, that timeline. So, well, so you go really, that kind of leads into that second, let's hit that second point hard now that we've done that, which is really having to do with, like you said, prioritizing and thinking of time. And I think something that we talked about Ikigai just a little bit together, and, and we've talked about Ikigai in the past, just a re refresher. What is your purpose? What are you meant to do? How do you leverage, you know, something that you are good at, that you love to serve the world and that you get rewarded for. Right. And part of that, they talk about time affluence. 
affluence, affluence. Yeah, I said it right. Um, that word gets, gets messed up in my head. And it was interesting because one of the statistics was those like about two thirds of the population believe that money is more important than time. But when they actually do a survey on happiness, the percentage, the one third that believes time is more important than money is actually almost a five out of five on a happiness scale. Whereas those who are um, the, the money over time are kind of at that C range, that three or even below. And so taking a look at your time, that second step for you of leveraging all of that, tell us about that. You know, it's, it's, and um, I don't teach anything that I've not done. And so, and, and the bottom, there's a term called opportunity cost that why they don't teach it in primary school, I don't know. They can teach kids like calculus, but they can't teach them basic economic terms. So it's really, do you want this or that? And understanding how to make that variable. Because if you want to watch TV, but you want to go on a weekend trip with your spouse, right? And you don't have, and the resources aren't there to um, make that choice, then how can you make some more money so you can pay for that trip? Well, you might not be able to watch TV, even though that's what you want to do, because you want this other thing first. So that's why that list that I'm sending out, it lists what do you want, and then you'll see in the next column it has needs and wants. So you want to look at your needs first, and then what you want. And it's kind of that prioritizing of of understanding there's only so much time and money and you have to make some hard, hard choices sometimes. But if you want that life, you want to look back and go, my goodness, I had the time to go to Disneyland with my kids, or I had time to go on that ski trip with my kids. But as a result of that, I faced my fear. I wrote my book. I started charging more for my speaking fees because I knew this was my big goal. And if you have a big goal with a burning desire, it helps you shoot through your own thermostat, right? Because you won't do it for you. You'll spin around and spin around. But I know for me, you know, I want to make global impact with financial literacy. And that spurs me to, to get past myself so I can help, um, you know, change people's lives. So. All right. So then you have that mindset shift. You've yes. jotted your goals and dreams on a piece of paper. Right. Tip one. Tip two is then you take the time to really prioritize who's on first base, who's on second base. And then looking at your timeline, you have all of that. What's tip three? Tip, tip three is, you know what? I'm going to say it flat out. You got to do the work and it takes a little bit of work. So you want to do a balance sheet. And if you don't do, if you don't know what that is, that's okay. Because now you know where you're starting and it's not common knowledge. So, you know, it's no shame or guilt. It's just what it is. Right. So, and I actually am teaching a class on like, how do you do this? And I even provide a template through Google sheets. So you don't have to buy anything else. Um, and show you how to walk through that process. And when you go through that process, then you might start getting excited, especially if you have your goals out here. If you have that ski trip and you have pictures of that ski trip and you use those vision boards for those things, if you, you know, um, have the flamingo uh, dancers, right? You know, in that trip that you want to go on there, each time you're looking at your money, you're not going, oh, I can't spend any. You're going, oh my gosh, I have a plan. I'm so excited on what can I do differently to 
um, be able to reach that goal. And then when you go through a spending plan, and I hate budget, right? No, 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 because it's so restrictive. But a spending plan is expensive because it's going to help me plan to meet my goals. And then there's all this fun stuff that I do with, with uh, spending plans to help you find money within your budget, perhaps, and then maybe um, take away some things that you wouldn't normally want to take away, except that it will get you closer to that other goal, you know? So there's- I, I love it. With you, it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, no, go ahead. You have, you have two terms that you call, it's not just financial planning. You either call it what or what. I love it. Um, the- um, Financial freedom planning. Yeah, yeah, I call it financial freedom planner. So that's the balance, what pe most people call a balance sheet. Yeah. And, and the spending plan. And then there's a cash flow planner that goes with that because it all, it's all very complex. Like if you think you're not good with money, no, that's not true. It's like nobody teaches you how to work all these systems. How can you be good at something that people don't, won't talk about and they don't teach? So, wow, you know, really. And ultimately, it comes down to a happiness plan. It's really a happiness plan. It's like to a happiness plan. So what are your goals and dreams? Well, and so along that lines then, Leslie, as we say, I mean, you've given us so many things to think about. I feel excited already. I, I have some ideas. I always, I love your classes. I love what you do. So we highly recommend we'll have your, your links, your website, all of that up for our viewers and our listeners if they want to get a hold of you. Um, but let's leave them with a challenge. We always like to leave our, our viewers and listeners with a challenge so they can really immediately take action to start down this road in their happiness plan. Yes. So can you please help tell us what your challenge is for the week and we'll post it tomorrow. Okay, so the challenge for the week is to take the download that you're going to be given, right? And to set 15, a timer for 15 minutes and use a flow writing process and maybe uh, put some meditative music on and just allow yourself to write out what you want. And just make sure though you do it for the 15 minutes and I guarantee you that 15 minutes might feel like a long time and you may hit resistance and that's okay because this is the first step of your journey. And then on that list, you're going to see there's needs and wants because a lot of people don't understand the difference between the two. And my offer for your listeners is that there's on the, the link there's provided, there's a, a button that you can schedule a, a free appointment with me and I can help you go through that list and take you through that process um, to help you know what one thing to work on first because the the easy thing is to go, I'm going to set a time side time to watch the television show instead of going, oh my gosh, let me figure out how much that trip um, to Spain is going to cost, break that down and figure out how I'm going to start uh, putting money into a special savings account for that. That's a little bit harder to do, but you might want to do that first. It just depends on what's going on in your life. So awesome. you know, that's the challenge. One thing I, I just got triggered by a memory. Um, so my husband and I, I, we, I married earlier. I was like 23 years old. And when we were engaged, I think it was like seven days before we got married, we each sat down and we wrote our life goals as an individual. Right. And we swapped it. Uh, he had my life goals. I had his because we wanted to celebrate that we're two individuals partnering and yes. that, we don't, that we don't compromise that. And I, that triggered me just now because I am going to do this challenge with Richard again almost 30 years later to Aww. say what because I wonder how it's changed mm. so I'm going to put the meditative music on we're, we're both going to have 15 minutes in silence and we're going to we're going to exchange it 
and just I think that that's going to be such a healthy way of saying well, where did we go with our mindset and what you know like it's the same feeling of life goals yeah. right but it's just this financial part um, and there was a financial part back then too we just I just didn't think of it as a barrier so thank you for that reminder well you are welcome I think that's fantastic I, I love do. it I do. And, and I love, I do too. Sonia always has such great ideas like that. I love it. But I think uh, just a couple of things on that, that went through my head as you were talking, number one, I mean, let's put a reminder out there. This is for teens. This is for college age. This is for young adults. This is for couples. This is for retired people. This is for all of us. This is for you as an individual. So even if you are a young person listening to this, don't think this isn't for you. This is absolutely for you. And just don't think if you're retired that this isn't for you. You know. So I think this is something that that is for all of us. Um, and uh, just a really quick note back to Sonia. Sonia, I love what you said because I think finance is one of the biggest reasons people end up getting divorced because again, they have a difficult time talking about it. So making that time together, sharing that as a dream and as a vision takes the, I'm sorry, I'm just going to be super technical here, takes the yuck out of it, which, you know, and it becomes, it becomes shared vision and team instead of this big, scary, hairy thing. And Leslie, that is what you are so good at. We can't thank you enough for your generosity in giving us these tips, your generosity of spirit, because you always make us feel comfortable. Both of us adore you and are grateful that you took the time on here. And the generosity of time that you're offering to our listeners and viewers to not only take this challenge, but help them, you know, take that first step with you to try and see a clearer future that is just a little bit less scary and a lot more clear. Yeah. Sonia, you want to take it home for us, sister? Yeah, I, I mean, you gave me the permission to take a sledgehammer and just completely break the budget word. <laughs> <laughs> Never so, again, right? <laughs> no, it's like I release you and thank you for, for doing that mindset shift with me. And I hope our listeners, I hope you're getting as much as Hillary and I are getting. Um, so do the challenge and stick with us for Decided Heart Conversations because we have more to come. So everyone have a great day and thank you so much, Leslie. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity.